0: what's up guys listen i did a uh, seminar the other day and it was really really good and i would love for you to listen to it this is a two-hour episode on uh how to market yourself um some of you may have heard some of the things in here before but i drop a lot of new stuff like how to upload a video that's longer than 140 seconds in twitter how to properly use igtv so a lot of really good stuff in here i want you guys to listen to it i hope you enjoy it go listen here we go
1: (laughs) is the bad reputation podcast subscribe to us on itunes on your smartphone or tablet featuring the most up-to-date reputation management social media and entrepreneurial information on the web be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at todd collins official and now the host of bad reputation the reputation Rockstar, todd the call it in three, two,
0: one. Um so and what you can see there at that point, and this is kind of what we're gonna get into, is that social media really when it when it does its when it does well is entertaining. And that's really what we need to start thinking about and what you guys need to start thinking about. Because how many people here are in the mortgage industry? I'm just curious. Real estate agents? Perfect. The reason I say that is because if I were to pull up most of your pages and I got a feeling that your, two pa- your pages are going to be different than most of the people in this room. No. no, no maybe. We're, 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 very, we're very like everyone. See, ideas. I know. I love these fucking two already, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm immediately going to go fucking follow them
2: <laughs>
0: and be like, yes, I love you. Entertainment, education, information. Those should, should be your three pillars when thinking about creating content for social media. Education information entertainment entertainment should be the the pillar it really should be because entertainment breeds awareness and we're going to get into how we make awareness turn into conversion into testimonial and how we're going to actually make that grow the actual brand that you have because one of the big issues that we have from a real estate agent standpoint is that you guys get stuck under who you work for instead of having your own personality and the goal is to invest in your own personality so you can take that personality anywhere you go. If you invest too much in the brokerage that you're working for, what ends up happening is you're dependent upon them for your success instead of the other way around. Preach. Right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Topics for discussion. So we're going to discuss the importance of personal brand and storytelling, like we just talked about Instagram and why you need to be there. Daily hacks for content creation and growth. Importance of video and putting yourself out there personally and professionally, and how to distribute the content correctly for the best results. So what do I do? Where have I been featured? How does it help others? So I've been featured on um, Team Gary V, um, American Real, um, from Restaurant Re- Restaurant Association in Maryland. We were uh, members of the year twenty nineteen. Um, I work with John Taffer um, in, in his shows with night, Nightclub and Bar Show in Las Vegas. Um, Conquer Local in San Diego with Kevin O'Leary. Um, been written up in Baltimore Magazine um, as Digital Agency of the Year. Um, been on the news, this, that, and everything else. I could care less about the news, whatever. Wherever i been featured, how does it help others? Uh, Storytelling, the new social media. So what does it mean? It means you're doing it wrong. So what do you need to do? And when I say you're doing it wrong, the only reason I say that is because if you're in a position where you look at other people's content and you're going, why can't I do stuff like that? that? That basically means you're doing it wrong. You're going the opposite way. Instead of going the opposite way of where you should be going, you're, you, you basically need to look at all your social media posting as if you're consuming it on a daily basis, not trying to sell it. And that's where real estate agents and most mortgage brokers get into a position where you become vulnerable. You're selling way too much. And we're going to talk about that. Most real estate agents, what they'll do is when they get a new listing, they shoot the house, they hire a videographer, they take a gimbal, they go through the gimbal, they do the gimbal, they do the drone shot, this, that, and everything else. They probably put it into, I don't know, iMovie themselves and try to edit it out and it has this little thing. The problem with that is we've got 60 other agents in the same market hiring the same videographer to do the same thing who's putting out the same post, right? And it all looks exactly the same. So you're not pattern disrupting anyone. But when we're going through our feed and we see a cat scratching at the window or then it rolls on its back or you see a mother cat throw the mini cat into the bed and it's like all parents, how they put their kids to bed. Now we've garnered people's attention and it goes friggin' viral and it's got 1 million views. Yet your house that you paid $1,000 to your videographer for to shoot it has gotten 16 views and nobody's commenting, right? And then you had to pay Zillow and that's where you got your lead. And that's where I don't want you guys to go. So we're going to go the opposite, uh, the opposite way. So what do you consume? So do you watch more video? Do you read more? Do you listen to audio? How do you get answers to your questions? So who here, when they're on their mobile device, because they're not going to be looking from here, right? Let's just be completely honest here. We don't search anything anymore from here. This is strictly for work, and that's it. If we're going to really get into things and we want to dive into social media, we want to dive into our emails and things like that, we're going to do it from our phone. So based on that, what do we look at? What do we consume on a daily basis? And I actually like that we're in a smaller room because we can kind of cross each other here. What do we look at on a daily basis? I'll use you guys because you guys. YouTube. YouTube, you look at YouTube the most? Mm-hmm. Same? Yeah, I figure okay.
2: huh? <laughs> Well, well <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's on the computer and that's him using his VPN. Exactly. And if you don't know what a VPN is, ask these guys. They'll tell you.
3: Well, yeah, so the site. Like so. YouTube,
0: Facebook, <laughs> anybody else? Uh,
3: Facebook.
0: Facebook. YouTube. YouTube. Facebook. I'll add Instagram. Now. Great, thank yeah, you. Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. I actually use Twitter. Love it, love it. Info. Thank you. Twitter, most used for news, no question about it. Great place to be able to find content. If you go into the search feature in Twitter, it's a great place. But here's a hack for you guys to write down. Does anybody here make videos that are longer than uh, 140 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to post those videos that are longer than 140 seconds on Twitter? Yes. Do you know how to do that? Do not. Okay, write this down. If you have a Twitter account, go into your Twitter account. Yeah, you like that? Yep. Write this shit down. If you have a Twitter account, get on your desktop, not on your mobile device. Log into your account, and what you're going to do is you're going to go to Um, campaigns, and then when you go into campaigns, you're going to get create campaign, and then you're going to upload your video from there. Now, here's the interesting fact. You don't have to actually pay Twitter for that. You're going to have to put your card in to create an account, just like you would if you did a Facebook business manager account, put your card in, and then you can upload that video. You can upload 10 minutes of video from your desktop to Twitter, and when you do that, is that One like you can upload 10 minutes a full bit you have up to 10 minutes of video that you can upload right? Yeah, and here's the yeah multiple times and here's the thing you're never gonna upload a a fucking 10 minute video Maybe you will I don't know but odds are you're gonna lose people's attention your through plays are gonna be like shit So three minutes would be the the magic number there but the minute you do that that's when people are literally are gonna be like holy shit how did they do that and At that point you're gonna garner way more attention, okay? So that's a great way to be able to do it. I'll run you guys through it if, if at the, towards the end. Okay. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah. Um, but I like hearing Twitter, so that's super important. And video, you also have a, a place inside Twitter called Moments. And Moments in Twitter is very similar to Instagram stories. So I advise you to start using that. The reason I want you to start using Twitter a little bit more um, is because the younger generation, between I would say 20 and 30... They use Twitter a lot. And if you're looking to stay in the business or the vertical that you're in currently and you want to start marketing those customers over the next 10 years because they're going to end up being your prime, buy, their prime, your prime buyer, me, I'm 40. So I'm, your, I'm like your prime prime buyer, right? Like I'm at height of success, got money, ready to buy, good credit. Like I'm who you want. So those people are getting there eventually if they drop out of college and don't get sucked into debt for the kids. Don't go to there you go. <laughs> so based on that, you want to start diving in, dumping equity into these kids now to make them aware of who you are, where of your brand, whatever else it is. But the reason I say aware of who you are instead of your brand is because maybe in 10 or 20 years, you're not with the same brokerage or maybe you're with a different mortgage company or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So again, Amount. whatever Amount. Per- personal branding is why that's why there's so much equity in it, right? So that would be just like, that would be just like TikTok right now, right? There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, man, TikTok doesn't work. So I just, I'm on TikTok and I became friends with this lady that was in advertising. She's got 30,000 TikTok followers and she's 62 years old. Jeez. So when people say to me like, oh, TikTok's for the kids. Nah, man, there's like 60 year old, 70 year old people on TikTok that are like blowing up and killing it. Now this lady is coming on my podcast. And the reason I'm having her on my podcast is because I want to know how the fuck she did that. I want want her to figure it out. What I like about TikTok right now is that you can roll hashtags in TikTok and you can start investing in hashtags that are important to your brand and your business right now, and you can dominate those hashtags. So if you pull out TikTok, if anybody has TikTok here and you type in hashtag reputation management, I will pop up. Now, in two years or three years when Facebook buys TikTok, just simply for the technology and hashtags are important on that platform, I'm already there. So it's super, super important that you at least taste those, those platforms that are becoming successful. Just start tasting them and trying them out. And one of the other great things about it is this. If you have trouble... Using Instagram Stories or using Snapchat, you can, or you or even with YouTube, your connection of YouTube, you can connect your YouTube and your Instagram account and your Snapchat account and everything right to your TikTok. So you guys could shoot video on TikTok, use the editing and transition tools that are there, and share them immediately to your Snapchat, to your Instagram, to your YouTube, and everything else. So it's a great conduit to be able to use to share to other places. Does that make sense? So just something to write down, something to take note of, and something to kind of dive into and, and dive a little bit deeper deeper with. Um, Do you think you have an interesting life and I and uh, these two were actually at the last event that we talked about and I asked a a young lady um, and I got kind of emotional about it because I kind of felt bad at this point like I said do you have an interesting life and she said no I don't feel like I have an interesting life and she was really serious about it and it was at that point um, I tried to make it super I I tried to make it all about her and that for her to be able to leave that room knowing and thinking that she did have an interesting life. I don't know who in her life at one point in time told her that she didn't, but that's a terrible feeling. So when I say, do you think you have an interesting life? Everybody should be raising their hand. So now raise your hands. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because you do have an interesting life. The thing is that we don't share it. So guys like The Rock are a perfect example of interesting life. What I like about the way The Rock implements his social media is he shows all aspects instead of just what he does so he could sit there all day long right we already know that like motivation does very very well on social media right we already know that storytelling does really really well on social media but behind the scenes does really really well vulnerability and embarrassment does super well so what i mean by that is this if you're a real estate agent yes and real estate agents historically uh, in my opinion, always look perfect. They just have this perfect look. Am I right or am I wrong? It's all about, I mean, I'm dead serious, right? I have a couple friends of mine. Let's talk about, we'll talk about Colin, right? So Colin was, Colin was on uh, uh, Carl's show recently. Colin's a, Carl's a friend of mine. He's a real estate agent. He's out of uh, Hanover, Pennsylvania, right? I think he's. How many houses has he done this year already? Uh, big, okay, so he did 60 houses. So, Colin's whole shtick is creating entertaining video, he wears his hat backwards, wears a t-shirt, I mean, the opposite of our friend Zach Bryant, who works for Craig Northrup, who wears $2,000 suits, drives his Volvo, wears his Rolex and everything else, right, complete opposites. But what Colin knows is that he doesn't want the client that Zach wants. Colin wants the client that he wants, so he's not after Bill and Francine to sea levels or whatever that work at two companies that want to buy a two and a half million dollar house. They want, he wants Todd and Nicole who can also buy a two million dollar house, but don't care about flashy things, right? So he's angling his whole thing is to angle to bring in customers that are just like him that have the same, the same thought process as him. So when he shoots videos about houses, He'll shoot a video about a house of like giving away free Chick-fil-A or why Chick-fil-A is important to have in your house at all times and things of that nature, like entertaining stuff. What we did with, it is, Zach, so we did with Zach, right? Same with Colin. Colin went around Hanover and said, you know you're from Hanover if, and did a video about that. Went viral. Had probably, I don't know, 600,000 views, something like that. Put him on the map as a real estate agent in Hanover. He knows everything about Hanover. That's his market. So now he owns Hanover. He just does. He's the guy who made the funny video, if you're from Hanover. So Zach, who's a real estate agent for Northrop, did the same video. He's a client of mine. We did it in Baltimore. You know you're from Baltimore, if... And we did all these different spots, right? Same situation. He became basically what's called a mayor of a city. So you know all these different spots. Cost the same for crabs. That big brass thing that hangs out in the middle of 83 or 695. We all know what it does, but we never point it out. It looks really beautiful, but it's just full of shit. Right? Little things like that. Yeah. Just, But it's entertaining, right? Had nothing. That video is his highest performing video. It's got him the most leads. And it has absolutely nothing to do with real estate. So stop doing the house stuff. Stop getting your videographer for $1,000 going out there and doing the gimbal stuff. If you wanna do it, great. Put it on a landing page on your website that's pixelated and drive your traffic there from the ads of the videos that you're running that are entertaining people. Wanna learn more about how I can make fun of your house? Click this link below or put your comments in the section, and go hit this and I'll show you a couple houses that I make fun of. That is what people want to garner attention, okay? So as when we were getting back to the real estate agent, that's always perfect. Go the opposite way. Be the mom. Be the mom who is the real estate agent and show how difficult it is to be a woman entrepreneur and a mom who has a husband that you love very, very much, but he just doesn't fucking help and do anything. (laughs) I could definitely do that video. And I got two crazy (laughs) kids. The reason I can say that is because today, today, we are moving, we, this morning, we, I, last night I slept on the floor in my bedroom because we got all our stuff moved out of our house and we're moving into our new house today. We're, we sold our house, it settled on our old house, and we're, we settled on the new house, and we're moving into our new house today. So Nicole is at the new house with the movers and my parents and her parents and all that stuff, and where am I? I
1: don't know.
0: And she asked me last night when I got home at 8 o'clock from the office, what's your schedule tomorrow? I have to be in your Pennsylvania by 10 o'clock in the morning. And then I'm just going to go to the office and go to the gym. You're not going to the office. You're not going to the gym. You're not doing anything. You're coming home and you're doing this, right? I didn't have anything to do with the home buying process or the house selling process or any of that stuff. None of it. Zip. And every single real estate agent keeps asking me, "Is like, well, how was the process?" He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know that we sold a house and we bought a house. That's about it. Like, I've only seen this house once. Like, I don't even know. It's not. It's not that important to me, but it's important to her. But the reason I say that is because every husband's exactly the same. We're all alike. We stop literally our maturity levels stop at 12 years old, and you both know that.
4: For sure. Maybe, yeah. maybe 10.
1: 11.
0: Solid 11. That's good. I like 11. 11 was a good age. So are you educating others and entertaining away? And so here's the, here's the interesting fact, right? If we're entertaining people, we also want to educate people, right? And so the mortgage industry, very, very confusing to me as a consumer. Okay. I'm not a mortgage guy. I mean, I just, I don't, I'm, it confuses me. I don't get it. Real estate industry, same thing. There's things that as consumers, we don't know. So you guys think when we want to buy a house that we go to Zillow. I didn't touch Zillow once. I asked Nicole, did you go to Zillow? Nope, not once. Yet you're all scared shitless of leaving Zillow and not paying advertising dollars to them because you're afraid you're gonna run out of leads. Now my concern with that is this. Instead of putting yourselves in a vulnerable situation where you're only getting leads from one source instead of, because we all know the referral thing, I get it, right? Majority of my leads come from referrals, that's great. But you guys also get a lot of leads from Zillow for now. Now, you already know that they're going to be moving next year, Mm -hmm. right? And they're already meeting with real estate agents that they're picking. And if you're not picked, it is what it is. And you're going to have to find another revenue stream. That was bound to happen. That was bound to happen. So where is everyone? Where's everybody at? Which is improper grammar, by the way, but keep going. Where's everyone at? Online. Online, that's correct. Let's take Zillow out of the equation. Where else are they? Okay. So we know that, right? So if you want to know something, if you're trying to figure something out, the answer to a question, what do you do? Thank you. Okay. If you want to get that same answer, but you want to have it explained to you visually and audibly, where do you go? Okay. So you've answered your question, where people go. So my question to you is now, based on those two facts that you answered, and if we asked, we went outside and we took Adam with us and we asked 10 people walking down the street, be it a bum that lives on the street or a very rich man that was walking down, or a very successful woman, or a small child, we ask them all the same question, they would say the same answer, correct? Now, how many of you are advertising on Google and YouTube? Google and YouTube consistently every single month.
2: You say consistently. Yeah, I did. I just
0: said it second. Consistently every day. How many people are making a YouTube, one YouTube video a week? Why'd you stop? If you say, I didn't have the time.
3: Union rules. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if we weren't a union band. shop.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the I, fuck I, that means, but...
2: Uh, we, we used to do a, a, a video. We used to do a live Facebook live show. Okay. Every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. And we did it for about a year and a half. half yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we just stopped doing
0: it. Why'd you guys stop? Be honest. Uh, bullshit reason okay there's yeah. really
2: no legitimate reason we put it yeah. on we kind of put it on hold and then more more me than him okay because um, what the plan was when we stopped that's it
0: no so, thank so, you for being honest no, though i appreciate that because that's <laughs> well that's how we get to the source okay. go ahead we were
2: we were trying does, to determine yeah. we were trying to determine if it made sense to continuously do a live show which we did for an hour every single week when we started seeing that consistently we were only getting the same people live every week or do we roll it and make it a YouTube show, pre, pre-can a whole bunch of them, just set them up to automatically fire, like do a whole month's worth of the show in one shot and, and make them shorter um, make them also a little more professional mm-hmm. in the sense of how they looked and all that And that kind of is what put the pause on it but then we probably have multiple conversations about starting it oh, up yeah. again and I've been the, the reason why we have it because I know he's ready to do them again and I've just kind of been excusing it away because um, I just kind of felt, honestly, the bottom line for me is I kind of felt like after a year and a half of doing it, we wasn't getting any value out of it. We were getting value from other things we were doing and to commit that hour a week to it every week, it just, for me, I just lost interest in okay. doing it after a year. And what half.
0: content were you guys covering?
2: Any Anything uh, we would talk about, real estate related, things that pissed us off, people who don't know how to drive, um, what bathrooms... Best the best, bathrooms, best, best in a pinch. bathrooms in the area. Um, yeah. Which way you yeah. put your
3: toilet paper? Which way yeah. you put
2: your toilet paper? Like we would, cool. we would spend a portion talking about something real estate related, make it educational, and then we would just talk about whatever the hell we wanted to talk
0: about. Yeah. So yeah. let me take that same format and chop it up into the way you guys should really distribute it. So the first thing is the Facebook Live side of it. I like Facebook Live. I like Facebook Live for a couple things: events that you're putting on, right, or something like this where you're streaming it to help others where they can go back and watch it. But most of us, when we get a notification that somebody goes Facebook Live, how much time do we spend there? A couple minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, damn near five to 10 seconds and then you move on to the next okay. goddamn thing, right? All right, so based upon that fact, the value of you going live, it hurts you from a search factor as well. Okay. So once you went live with that video, that video was housed on Facebook, Right, but then let's also think about the demographic targeting that we were looking at for that Facebook Live. Right, Facebook currently is used by, and we know the demographic may not be interested in what you guys were talking about. We may have also been going Facebook Live. We're going from a personal or business page. Business page. Okay, so we're going. And personal. Okay. Yeah. Were you having more success from the personal page than you were with the business page? Yeah. Were you having more success with the stuff when you were talking about the, the, the shit in the bathroom, toilet paper stuff, yeah. than the real estate yeah. stuff? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So here's the other reason. Because your two hot buttons of what you guys are good at is entertaining other people, being the class clowns, being humorous and funny. That's what you guys are really, really good at? No, no, no. Yeah. Listen. So nobody, So nobody cares about the other stuff. We already know what you guys do because it says works at. Other than that, you don't need to sell anything or talk about real estate whatsoever. You don't need to educate. You you guys just need to be the entertaining guys that make it fun to buy a house or fun to sell a house. That's it. That's why you lost interest. You lost interest, quite honestly, because it wasn't the time thing. 60 minutes out of an entire week is not an issue. It's that the topics probably weren't very fun for you. You're, You're also putting the creative of what it looks like. Up here, when that should be the very, very last thing, and it should be about talking about content that you guys really enjoy, playing off each other, because that's what you guys like to do. Mm -hmm. You guys like, you guys are much stronger together than you are apart. And so, knowing that, that's what you need to do. But instead of making Facebook the place where you house these videos, YouTube should be about it. Now, what you do is you grab a plugin, you grab a plugin, and put it on your computer, and you call it, and it's called Tube Buddy. T U B E. B-U-D-D-Y. One of the reasons most of you are unsuccessful on YouTube is because you simply shoot a video and you upload it to YouTube and then you don't know what the fuck you're doing after that. Yeah. You don't know how to use proper tags. You don't know how to do an outscreen. You don't know how to do... You know, you're not captioning the videos probably, right? We're not subtitling anything. We're not doing anything like that. And let's also remember, guys, when we're consuming video, most of the time, we're doing it with the volume off. Yeah, and your friend's wife is sexy. My wife. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Let's edit that part out.
0: <laughs> Keep going.
3: But yeah, instead of just so cut and dry and perfect, but we were doing these videos pretty regularly, putting them on YouTube, and then you know we got a fucking YouTube site, but no traffic. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of stopped because it was like we're getting just like Rob was saying, nothing from it other than the fact that we were doing and say, hey, we're doing a video. Yeah
0: part of the problem um one of the other things too is like you thought it was going to happen in a year and it just doesn't happen like that most people that are youtubers or that are really investing themselves into video and content creation um it takes it takes years and it sometimes only takes one video so you that's really what it ends up coming down to so like zach i'll use zach as an example or colin as an example when they did you know you're from hanover or you know you're from baltimore Zach had never done a video before. In the first day, it had 20,000 views on Facebook. The first day. Now he has so many customers to sell houses to and buy houses for that he's, he's ha- he has to hire an assistant now. This is only a month into it. So based upon that, what I mean is this, is that you have to stay consistent with it. You, if you believe in what you wanna do so much, then fuck that person, go do your shit yourself. If
4: I had a nickel for every time I heard we need to do more videos in the office, I could quit my job for them. <laughs> Just do it.
0: Just do it. Because here's the thing, like you can sit here all day long and say because you're watching everybody else do it, and then we get into the meeting and then we're like, well, we 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 need to do more video. Okay. Now here's something that you may or may not be good at. If you're good at content creation, these two right? And let's say they start having success. Then you leverage with them. Hire them to come in, sit down with you and go over some content. It's just what it is. I mean, that's what I get hired for. I get hired to sit down at the table with somebody who isn't creative and come up with an idea on how you can make a funny video that may or may not go viral and help it leverage and market your brand. And so it's the same situation. If you want to do a video, dude, just do a video. Don't don't worry about the other person. Same with, with you two. If you want to do something separate, do something separate, but do something that you like. I have a girl that hit me up yesterday. She's a real estate agent. She was at the uh, Alex Cooper thing, and she goes, I want to start a podcast. Now, I, had a, I have a podcast. It's been going on for two years. I've interviewed a lot of really, really good people. Um, it's very successful. I'm sponsored by Spotify. I mean, Spotify pays me for every single time I shoot a po- or record a podcast. I get paid by Spotify. Based on that, this girl wanted to start a podcast, and she's a real estate agent. And she said, I want to start a podcast, but I'm I'm a real estate agent, and I'm just afraid I'm going to run out of content. And I said, okay, let's go backwards real quick. What do you like to do? And she said, I really, really enjoy horseback riding. Like, I love horseback. I could talk about it forever. And I said, your podcast needs to be about horseback riding. Now, you're a horseback riding person who sells real estate, Now, if you get the interest of people locally that are listening to you talk about horseback riding and they also know that you sell real estate and you've earned that person's trust and they like you, are the odds of them wanting to buy a house from you pretty good? You see what I'm saying? She'll never run out of, you'll never, nobody ever will, you'll never run out of content talking about something that you like to do or love, but you will run out of content if you don't really love real estate, if it's just to pay the bills because it's good money, you're going to eventually run out of content because it just doesn't interest you. If you're into, like we were just talking about, right? Like if you're into fucking comic books and... I've never done
3: that with a comic book.
0: What? Fucking comic books. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've never, no. You I mean, should I've try had, it, man. I've,
3: I've, I've had
2: swearing swearing
0: about You should try it, dude. Yeah. Captain Marvel is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, it only takes one thing for me to say, and and these two go right off, and it's great because that's the thing. This is the stuff that they should be doing. Yeah, and so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what I want you guys to understand is that you're real estate agents, but you can also use what your real true interests and likes are to leverage that audience into bringing those people in and say, hey, listen, I'm into the same stuff you're into, but I also sell houses. So when you're ready to buy a house, I can sell you a house. Go ahead.
2: So, so here would be a question, and this is more geared. If there's one of us in the group that's constantly saying no, it would be her saying of us trying to – no, of, of, of finding the balance of – she doesn't want – we like to have fun. Sometimes we are who we are. Really we, 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 we MC events together. We do that kind of stuff together. That's the stuff we enjoy doing. She is always worried, though, that we – are be – that people won't want to buy houses with us because they're going to look at us as just a bunch of – therefore, yeah, they're funny, but I don't know that I want them selling my 300. So she's, there's lots of things. Like we just did a photo shoot and I'm giving the finger and we're in me too. poses. And, and, and I wanted to push some of them out. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Because people might be turned off. So what you're saying is just go after that niche of people that will respond to it and forget the rest. Correct. And okay. so
0: here, let me tell you something. So like um, I have a client of mine who spends $100,000 a month in digital ads. They pay us $100,000 a month. This is how I go to those meetings. Okay, Everybody else in the room has suits on and this, that, and everything else. Now, when I first walked in that room the first day, I knew for a fact that I was being judged. But when I sat down and I started talking, the respect factor was there. They didn't ask me to wear a suit. They didn't ask me to do anything right. And I'm making them an ass ton of money. So they don't give a fuck what I wear or that I have tattoos or that I don't shave. <laughs> it's they care that I get the goddamn job done, yeah. right? They care that I'm endorsed by people that run social media ads for the Golden State Warriors or trained by the guy who runs the ads for Rosetta Stone and Nike and Adidas. These are people that endorse me on LinkedIn. So I don't need to dress a certain way. I just need to be blessed by people that are successful. Same way with you guys. If you are doing your funny videos, but you're also getting testimonials from people that you've sold houses for without you in them, and they're talking about how great it is to do business with you, then you let your customers sell to the customers. You entertain them. You let your customers sell them. So here's, well, and I'm going to give you an example, okay? So if you go to restaurantreputations.com and you click on customer stories, which is the most clicked tab on our webpage, and you've got John Menadakis from Jimmy's, you've got Steve Pappas from Pappas Seafood, you've got uh, Steve Dellis from Michael's who has two very large successful restaurants, you have Dave Dopkin from Miss Shelley's. By the way, all these restaurants are on the Food Network. Okay? I walk into a restaurant, or you hit my site, and I sit down with you, do I really need to go over what the fuck we do? You wanna be as successful as these restaurants? Hire me. They don't care what I look like, just give me the friggin' results. So that's where I would say at this point like I get it cuz as a as a woman and this is just my personal opinion you're way more mature than us <laughs> and you've got and you've got better intuition about what is crossing the line and what's not crossing the line so I still think that you should voice that opinion however I think if you let the leash off them for the first 30 days I think what you would say and you handle the testimonials of the first time home buyer that you helped get through and have her tell her story, people are gonna be much, much more interested in that than watching the drone shot footage of the house. Emotional, transfer of emotion, it will create much, much better awareness than the same thing that we see from every York County real estate agent.
2: And the the only piece I'll add to that, the, the caveat that would make us a little different is the fact that we did leave the national brand over four years ago and we have our own brokerage. So she's also concerned. So it's not, we're not just building a team under a brand. We are the brand. Like our company is yeah. independent and all that. So she's worried about all those sorts of things. So we're trying to find that balance I get it. of being ourselves, but also.
0: She just shook her head. Yes, she'll give you, she'll let you off the leash for a month. You go for a month and see what happens. You're off the leash, Ooh. but you let her handle. What's I'm your name? Jess. Jess, I'm sorry. Nice to meet you. You let, Jess, you let Jess handle... You let Jess... Hey, hey, shut up. You let... I'm the reason I'm... Because it's important. You let Jess handle finding the right people to tell their stories. Because the funny videos are going to be great, but the testimonial videos are the ones that you guys run as ads to generate new traffic. So instead of running the house, okay, run the testimonial video as your Facebook ads, as your Instagram ads, the testimonial videos. The learn more part of it or see more should be to the landing page on your website okay, that has the houses that you have for sale. That's how you garner it. because if they see it, if they like you and then they see your inventory and they see something in your inventory that they like, they're going to contact you. Okay. So you don't need to do the house. You don't need to put the new house up. You don't need to put the just sold. If you put the just sold, that's great. But how about instead of putting just sold in the picture of the house, how about just sold or new, new family members or new clients of ours and this is their story? It takes a, it's, a, it's an investment, I'm not going to lie to you, and it's going to take you a lot of time, but I can guarantee you you're going to get a lot more out of it than what you were getting out of the Facebook Live stuff. The other thing is is good topics that you're talking about from an educational standpoint. Also have them do educational videos, but here's the thing. Don't put those on Facebook. Put those on YouTube, and the topic of that conversation, put that as the topic okay, or as the title of the video. So if it's how to buy your first home, I want you to go to YouTube right now, Type in YouTube how to buy your first home. Look at and then and and look by um, uh, upload time, the most recent one. Yeah. Watch those first five videos. Create a video very similar to those first five videos. Use TubeBuddy to copy their tags. Do that same video, use the exact same title, and watch how high you rank on YouTube immediately. Watch how many views your YouTube video starts to get. Then take your YouTube video, that same longer video, let's say it's three minutes, and upload that three-minute video natively to Facebook. How many minutes does Facebook want you to have videos on Facebook for? How long? What is the amount of time, the best amount of time that's going to get you the best results? Like a minute and a half, right? I'll let everybody answer. I'm not sure. It is three minutes. It was one minute two months ago. Then Mark Zuckerberg came on stage and he said, oh, by the way, better performing videos on Facebook from now on need to be three minutes long. Moved on to the next topic. Now, if you go to Facebook today and you try to upload a video, on the right-hand side, it's going to have a checklist for you of about five things. And the first thing that's going to be there is, is the video three minutes or longer? Check or red X? Check means that video will probably do very, very well now. It's going to be seen by more people. Cool? So it three or Just do it's going to have a higher success rate okay. from views three minutes or longer. Okay? Three minutes or longer. And it says that, literally says that when you go to natively, put it into Facebook. But you should also use previews. So drop it. You can do that in your Facebook page, natively upload it, but also do some previews of your youtube to drive traffic that way too right so maybe on your instagram story say hey guys we got a new youtube video coming out it's going to be awesome make sure to click the link in our in our bio so you can go check out our youtube video so utilize the other avenues and streams to drive the traffic all the way back to where it is because some of you are going to know where your success rate is right now right where are you guys having the most success on social media currently okay what's the average age demographic of the people that are buying houses from you 30s, 40s? Yeah. 30 to 50? Yeah. Okay. What do you think the average age demographic of people on Instagram is?
3: Mm -hmm. 14 to 30?
0: That's close. You'd be surprised by it, by the way. The average age of an Instagram user is 30 years old. Thank you. Correct. Forget we'll that. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> I'm considered a millennial at 40. I'm actually yes. considered, a, uh, I'm, I'm on the cusp of Gen X and millennial. Yeah, I had
4: somebody who was like, oh, I was disappointed to find that I was actually a millennial. And I was like, easy there,
0: dude. Yeah, yeah. first of all, <laughs> le- first of all <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me put this to rest for, for everybody on the millennial front. I, have an in- I have, or had an intern over the summer, Carl uh, um, who's a millennial. I've met a lot of millennials, by the way, that, would run, that are going to run circles around every one of us. So there's a lot of people that, that shit on that generation. They, they can shit on them all they want. They're, they're prepared to disrupt and take us all out. I don't need and they to can do it. That's correct. Yeah. But here's the funniest thing, right? You know who taught me how to use TikTok? Your my 10-year-old daughter. <laughs> and she's a fucking badass at it. <laughs> I mean, she can crush it on TikTok. TikTok. Okay, so even my, even my ego is not too big to learn from that generation. So instead of maybe talking shit about them, because you're going to end up working for them one day, because they're going to they're gonna whiz right by you, by the way, instead of that, make friends with them and get them to teach you to stay ahead of the game. Now, one of the reasons why I say you guys keep saying Facebook, Facebook's my most successful social media place right now, for right now it is. Now, Facebook owns Instagram. We all know that, right? Right. But at the end of the day, if you're not using, utilizing both those, Instagram is the hottest, by far the hottest platform right now going into 2020. So if you're not utilizing Instagram or Instagram stories on a daily basis or IGTV on a daily basis, you're losing. Bottom line, if you're just counting, if you think that you can only get leads on Facebook, you're losing. There's a whole bunch of places, especially IGTV, where you guys can make great video and yeah. from a canvas standpoint in vertical and post it into your feed. And then literally after one minute, it will say keep watching. And guess what? Every time you guys see that keep watching, most of the time, what do you do? Click it and keep watching because they know that they're shooting their one minute video perfectly at the exact time to cut off at that 60 seconds to leave you in a cliffhanger, to hit that keep watching, to move there. That drives more views for them. They don't Look at through plays on IGTV. So, what that does is it drives their views to them and throws them into the explore page. So, you have a great place there too. IGTV, and I'm going to get into how to do that in a couple minutes here of why IGTV is so important. So, everybody learned this stuff so far? Good. Who are you? Well, we know who that is. You and the real you. Personal branding is the pillar of your real world reputation. Social media proofing yourself needs to begin now. Are you sharing everything or do others only know you for what you do? And that's one of the things that I want you guys when you walk out of the room today to, to get away from that. We had another young lady, perfect example of this. She was She's six months pregnant. She's, she works in the title industry. Um, she was having a little bit of success on Facebook and we're just going to use Facebook and Instagram for now as an example. And um, she heard what I was saying and I said instead of, you talking about title work. Why don't you talk about being six months pregnant and being a working mom, new, new, going to be a new working mom and you're six months pregnant? Why don't you talk about that? So she went on a rant. I don't know. It was probably about, first episode was maybe five, six minutes. Jessica Scott. Jessica Scott within, the, within the first day, I think it had, like I think it might be teetering right now, like one or 2,000 views or something like that, but maybe it had like 60 or 80 likes. If you go through the rest of her posts, not one is performing close to that which then starts to get you to think again, Do what do your followers want to see? They want to see Jessica being pregnant, being pissed off and talking about how how it sucks working, being six months pregnant, and not about the amazingly interesting title industry or the amazingly interesting mortgage industry because we all know how exciting it is. Go ahead.
3: I think where the confusion happens is the discernment of whether people care about your personal and so forth. You hear the jokes all the time. We don't want to see another cat video. Mm-hmm. So when
1: you're
3: when you're creating um, all these videos, you, if you don't have the understanding that people care about them, and I guess that has to do with the viral. If it's not viraling, then you got to keep finding ones that people do care about.
0: And you just have to keep trying. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. But again, most people, especially on Facebook, are more interested in someone's personal life than they are what for what they do for a living, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so what I mean by that is this. When I post a picture or people know what I do and I'll put out video content and I'll do this and it will do well and everything else like that. But when I put out a picture of my seventh grade or my sixth grade picture of me with a mullet and my, and it's a meme that I made of my kid and it literally says my when my kids ask me if I know what's cool or not and then I have it me and it's pointing down at me with a mullet with a gold chain here and a pink polo shirt, it gets... Just insane amount of likes and comments, like sixty-seven comments and this, that, and everything else. And then I put something out talking about how this can help build your personal brand, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's cool. It's okay. Can you put another mullet picture up?" Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm putting another fucking mullet picture up," and I did. And people were like, "Yeah, we love it. Let's say you have any more of those, and like, yeah, yeah, man, I got more mullet pictures coming. So at the, I'm just gonna have to grow a mullet at this point. But at the end of the day." I'm giving my audience what they want, which then leads them, if they're, if they're getting that but then they also are, are engaging with some of the other stuff too, then it's okay. So I let them know I'm entertaining them, I'm, keeping, I'm also educating them, but I'm also kind of keeping them in the loop about what I do as well. So it's just a, you, basically you're, you're, you're hitting them with the funny stuff, hitting them with the funny stuff, and then, yep, by the way, I also do this, just don't forget. So who do you attract? Do you attract like-minded people? Uh, do your clients align with who you are and your message? And we were just talking about that, right? Like the, the video I just put out today is about the 10% client, right? Does anybody here had a 10% client before? Does anybody here know what a 10% client is? Okay, so 90% of your clients you like, 10% of your clients are assholes. Everybody has had the customer or the client that they are like, this, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Like, this is, I want to I, I quit my job based on this person. But you still do it. Now, the minute that you finally go, and you do, I'm telling you, it is the most freeing feeling you will ever have in your entire life when you fire a client. Who here has fired a client? Tell me it was the most freeing feeling that you felt the str- you literally felt the stress leave your body. When you start aligning your branding with the people that you want to relate yourself with, the 10% customer goes like this, like this, and it ends up being a 1% customer. So the reason you get 10% customers, most of the time, is just because of inventory. You need to let them know and give them the expectations up front of the typical client. But if they already see the branding that you're putting out, they're going to know that they're going to want to do business with you. Yeah. Does that make sense? What's your message? Are you just selling? How do you interact with people? Um, the, the bottom line comes down to this. Most of you are selling. That's, that's, most of, that's mostly what most of the social media of what you guys are putting out there. Most of the content that you're putting out there is sell. Sell, sell, sell. Now, who here likes to be sold? Who here likes to buy shit?
4: It's
0: interesting, isn't it? We hate being sold, but we love to buy shit. So, when you buy stuff, do you typically buy stuff from a brand that you like, a brand that you relate to, or from someone that you like? Okay. You seeing where I'm going with this, guys? Yeah. Just get people to like you. The buying is super easy, dude. Then you don't have to sell anymore. So if you go and follow me, which I think you all should, and I'd appreciate it, and I'll follow you back, right? And I'll like your stuff and I'll comment on your stuff. I swear to God, Carl will tell you, man. There's, I mean, seriously. Anybody that ever follows me, I will dive in every single day. You say spending an hour doing stuff like video and stuff like that, dude. I'm, I'm. You can't get the phone out of my hand, except for right now. I don't know where she is. I'm freaking out. Okay, there it is. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that will that I'm online all day, all the time. And what I mean by that is I constantly am checking things, but I'm because I'm, I want to support other people and what they're doing. If you really are out there and you're doing it, then I'm gonna be super supportive of you. I'll share your shit. I'll put it in the stories and be like, you should follow this person, they're great. Like if you guys start really doing those videos, I'll be like, dude, these guys are fucking hilarious. You should go follow them. If you start something where you're like the mom who has two kids with a husband that's nuts, I'll share it and be like dude, she's awesome you need to go follow her right if you finally get out on your own and do your own thing and say fuck this other person I'm doing my shit the way I want to do it it's fuck it like whatever it. dude hey man I did it once it only cost me 30 grand but regardless just do it Do it on your own just, 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 just do it on your own but if you do that and you put it out there I'm going to support you in doing that but if you go to my social media outlets I'm not selling at all because people know what I do So when they see the stuff out there and it helps them, they DM me. They don't. Just like at the end of this, I'm going to say, who has questions? Now, if we were in a typical room, right? Like if we were out in Vegas and there was 300 people here and I say, who has questions? It doesn't work. They don't ask questions. But the minute they go, all right, Todd, thanks so much for coming. What do you think happens? Holy shit, right? So they want to ask me the questions privately and 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 that's totally cool too. So when you go into the DMs and go, hey, Todd, how do I do this? I can help them. So when somebody hit me up on the DM yesterday and said, how do I add a sixth account to my Instagram account? I told them how to do it. When the girl hit me up and said, how do I start a podcast? I shot a six minute video because people, so many people are asking me how to start a podcast. I shot a six minute video and put it on YouTube, how to start a podcast. So you type in how to start a podcast, my YouTube video shows up and it's six minutes of how to start a podcast. And then she goes, I watched the video and it made sense to me, but can I pay you? to walk me through it. And I said kindly, yes, you may. Yeah. <laughs> so I sold without selling. I was nice. I was upfront. I was giving her before I was taking from her. Yeah. Okay? So that's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to get people to fall in love with you first. And then the ease, the, the ease of selling is, I mean, dude, it's so easy after that. And it's a lot less stressful too. The, the Comcast internet guy came into our offices the other day. No, he was Verizon Fios. Young dude, suited up, probably his first suit. You could tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, it, like the bottom of the cup. Like you, you, I know I'm dressed down right now, but I know how to dress. All right? When I suit up, baby, I suit up. At the end of the day, the kid comes in, and I gave him a shot. Now, I also want you to take into consideration, in between the remove my name platinum thing, I was also in the car business for a very long time trained by the best, and I mean the best, old school guys you could think of. And I took the little pieces from them that were very, very good, understanding how to mirror people, understanding how to talk to people, things of that nature, how to build value in something, how to care about people, how to explain and understand and educate yourself on a product first before trying to sell it, right? Seeing the needs of people. This kid came in the hallway and right into it. I see that you guys are on Comcast, and I have Verizon. I mean, I could have, I could have sold it better than this kid. I gave him the opportunity. Now, my business partner, who you probably will never meet, you'll probably never see. You might actually, because I think you did his last mortgage. Is very socially closed off. He doesn't. He's he's a genius, by the way, but socially closed off. Okay. And the guy's, and he's stuck in the hallway with this guy and I'm kind of letting it go just to fuck with him. <laughs> like, and I'm watching his face and I know when I need to step in because I'm that guy. I'm the guy like you have to get through me to get to him, right? Finally, we get towards the end. I said, hey, look, here's the deal, man. You come back tomorrow because this is a bad time. You come back tomorrow. You give me your business card. You come back tomorrow and I'm going to give you a real shot at this. We're going to pull out our bill. We're going to do all this kind of stuff. I said, you give me your business card. And He goes, well, I don't have business cards yet. He's like, well, you can give me your business card. That's what he said to me. And I said, no, 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 no. You got to give me your business card first. He said, well, I have business cards yet, they haven't given to me. I said, how about this? You go back to the office and you tell them that you need business cards right now to make a sale. And he goes, well, I don't know if they're ever going to give me business cards. And I said, you've just lost a sale. Now go back, retrain, and come back with business cards. He needed to hear that though, Mm -hmm. right? I wasn't being a dick. I was teaching him a lesson. That if he's going to go in and try to make a sale, he needs to be educated and he needs to be prepared. Now, do you think I carry business cards? No. Do I? No. Nope. What do you think I say to people when they want my information? Well, yeah. Search me up. I know. You. If you, how old are your kids? Uh, and seven. Search me up. You uh, heard that yet? Uh, you heard what, search me up. Really oh, By yeah. Yeah. the way, if you're trying to get hit with the kids, oh, search me up. Super hip right now. Almost, su- yeah. almost as hip as Yeet. Or GG. Good game. Urban Dictionary. Uh, yeah. Just, just, urban dictionary. just type in Fortnite. I'm i all that My parents you know? All right. How to attract people. The reason I say that is because you guys all have the ability to touch and mentor people throughout your day that you meet. Um, Sometimes you have to teach him a little bit harder, but that kid definitely learned a lesson. He might not realize it now, but maybe in 10, 15 years, he's gonna realize that I taught him a lesson that day. How to attract, awareness, okay? And this is getting into what I was talking about with you guys, the attraction model. Awareness, start with the why. So this is a local business, you guys, um, and we're gonna talk about passion and your story. No matter the industry or business, this is always a story of history as to why the business came together. The reason I say that, that that's important is because, remember when I was talking about your life being interesting? Okay, so your life is interesting and you have a story. So if you go listen to my podcast, the very first episode is my story. Guess which episode is the most listened to episode out of all my episodes? The very first one about my story. So when people say to me, well, can you tell me about yourself? What do you think I say to them? Search me up. up. (laughs) Go to Spotify, type in my name. Go to Apple iTunes, type in my name. Go to Amazon Alexa and say, listen to Todd Collins. Go to Roku when you get home and type my name in. I'm there. And you can listen to the first episode and you can hear my story. You can hear about divorce. You can hear about bankruptcy. You can hear about going, taking $300,000, investing into a business, cash $300,000, and losing it in four years because of your business partner. Not because I'm blaming him, because he had a drug addiction and was embezzling money. Broke. Now, I get respect because I was able to handle all that and come out of it, but now I have a really good story also to tell. So back then I was like, fuck, this sucks, but now you get to watch me kind of rise from the ashes. And so you guys probably all have a story very similar to that, maybe different circumstances, but you have a story to tell. And if you have that story, then tell that story. And then what ends up happening is again, you're a transfer of emotion. You have an emotional attachment to people that just may have gone through the same thing. Maybe they're not willing to talk about it. Maybe they're embarrassed about it. But let's be completely honest. Most of us that are in this room that are forty or ever, we don't get embarrassed about shit anymore, right? I mean, seriously, just, just. If <laughs> you notice that, like, I don't know if you tur- when you turn forty, you're just like, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> right? I don't know what happened December twenty fourth. 2018, see my memory's already gone, that's how it happens. So awareness, tell your story first. That should be your very first video, that should be your very first podcast episode, that should be your next post on your social media, it should be a long post telling about your story, getting super vulnerable, and telling people something about you that nobody knows, and telling your story. So then, when you do that, what ends up happening? Because it's completely different than anything else you've ever posted, people then start doing what? Engaging. Thank you kind of gave you the answer there, didn't I? <laughs> people
4: like to feel like other people
0: understand that. Right. Yeah. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to start that process from the process of the person that you follow and you see their post every single day and it's the woe fucking is me person. Mm-hmm. That It's always everybody else's fault person. Yeah. That person. Simply go in. Because you know you can't unfriend them because you don't want them to see that they unfriended you. So just unfollow them. So their shit doesn't bring you down, okay? Surround yourself with people that are going to keep you positive, okay? Surround yourself with people that are going to keep you positive and, en- and, engage with- and engage with those people. This is what, one of the reasons I want, I, want, I want to point this out because a lot of people don't realize this. And it's, it's really it's simple math, but we, we again, we become uh, shaded when we do our own posts. When you post something and someone comments, okay? Do you and just be completely honest when you when they comment something, do you just like it because it's easier, or do you comment back to the person? Back. Okay, but I want honesty though too. You're smiling, so I know you just like it or love it or laugh at it or sad it, right? Yeah. Right. It,
3: it, for, I don't. For me, it depends on what the on what they what say. The yeah. If it was like, eh, okay, whatever. But if it's engaging, so, I'll.
0: I'll let's put that. it this way. So let's say somebody sees your post and they go, "Great post." Okay. Now, I want, you to, I, want, I want you to understand something. You co- take, instead of liking it, like it, then also comment back to them and reply back to them, hey, listen, Andrea, thanks so much for liking, that po- liking my post. I really appreciate it. Let me ask you a question real quick. Also, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about this? Okay, then she comments back. Then you comment back to her. Then she comments back to you. Then somebody else sees it because now what's happening is the algorithm is picking up that the post is engaging it's moving, there's conversation happening, and guess what the algorithm decides to do? This one looks good, boom! Points it right into the search, and all of a sudden, have you ever noticed that before? When, when you start commenting, and all of a sudden, people coming out of the woodwork, and you're like, holy shit, I haven't seen Diane since junior high school. Why is she in here commenting? It's because it's popping up in her feed. Because the algorithm is saying this is an engaging post. So, when you comment back to a post, that's two comments. When you comment back twice to, four, to two comments, that's four. Do you understand? So if you reply to five comments, how many comments are shown on that post? I know. Oh, fuck it. It's so hard, dude.
4: I got
2: that for you. Next.
0: Now, let's go. Let's talk about double digits for a second. When you've got 10 comments on a post and you see a post and it's not showing you the comments, what do you do? Yeah, you want to jump in and see what's what, <laughs> what's everybody talking about. Yeah. Right? Yep. You become interested. If you got if you're ballsy, you jump in the thread. If you're not ballsy, don't do it. But what you find is this when you engage and you engage very, very well in a post, what happens after that, especially if it's a very good thread? People unfriend you. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. very true you start getting you start getting follow requests right (laughs) so yeah and so here's the thing if you go like on any of my stuff I constantly be engaging and I also engage on other people's posts too so what I would love for you guys to do is pick out uh, pick a uh, title like an Instagram today because again I, I want you to focus on Instagram you guys you got Facebook I want you to to put some focus into Instagram. Go into the Instagram search bar and find a hashtag that interests you. Not about real estate. Not about mortgages. Not about titles or whatever the hell else you guys do. About that hashtag and I want you to start commenting on their posts once a day. Real opinions. It's going to suck. It's going to take you probably... 10, 15 minutes a day to do it. But I want you to watch what happens. You're gonna start developing really good relationships with people. Your follow rate is gonna go up and your posts are gonna start doing a lot better. It's an investment. Proper successful social media nowadays is a full on investment. And you can hire a digital marketing company to do it. Okay, you can get somebody else to do it but they're never gonna be able to do it as good as you can do it yourself. Brand awareness and distribution and posting, yes, real true commenting and engaging with people—that's got to be from you. You just have to accept that fact. Some of us are better at it than others. I can post to Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Stories, Facebook Stories, TikTok, all within about three and a half minutes. It takes me that long to figure out which ones. I okay, I know. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing, but. But here's the thing, but here's the thing. Consistency, consistency breeds performance, right? So, two, so and this, will, this is also surprising too. Two and a half years ago, my dad went in for heart surgery, right? Two and a half years ago, or I'm sorry, three years ago, I weighed 228 pounds. I completely let myself go. High school athlete, varsity captain of the soccer team, captain of the baseball team, scouted by pro baseball, pro baseball teams. I quit, by the way, my senior year because of a girl. It is what it is. It's a long story. It's in the podcast regardless of that, I was, I, was out of, I was completely out of shape. Now we have four kids. So then I started thinking to myself, my dad goes in for the heart surgery and the doctor says to him, Tom, it's not what you did the last 20 years, it's what you did 30 years before that. And interestingly enough, that's right around the same age I am right now. And I said, oh man, all right, I got to get back. I got I to get myself back to where I need to be. So I'm one of those people, high ADHD, like super high. Now, if I'm interested and focused in something, here I'm a very, very dangerous person if I'm interested in it because I'll just outwork the shit out of you. So I said, that's it. I want to lose weight. I want to get in better shape. I want to run three miles a day. That's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to work out. I want to be able to lift this. I want to be able to do that. So I started going to the gym every single day. Changed my eating habits every single day. Within a year and a half, I went from 228 to 158. 3% body fat. I run three miles a day. Doctor tells me not to run three miles a day. I don't give a fuck. I run three miles a day. The reason I run three miles a day is because when I do shit like this and I get super stressed out from having four kids and being yelled at all the time by Nicole, Mm -hmm. when I run three miles a day, I get into that hole of everything goes away and I start sweating and the stress literally physically is coming out of me. That's how I get rid of the stress. But consistently, I stayed with what I wanted. So how hard is it for me to run three miles now than what it was three years ago? I can run pretty goddamn fast right now. Just like I can post to seven different platforms in three minutes. So consistency breeds performance. Quote that shit. (laughs) Conversion. The what here is the product or service that a business offers. So they became aware of you. You told their story. You garnered their interest. You've engaged with them. Now they like you because you guys are engaging with each other. And now we're going to turn that into a conversion. What I mean by that is you've garnered the attention You started engaging. You've become friends. Now it's much, much easier to convert that person to an actual sale than it was going right to the conversion, which is what most of you do. And subconsciously, most of you do it, right? So like when you go to a networking event, I mean, are they really good? No, because every single one of them, everybody else there is just trying to sell you. You're networking, but you're not really networking. You're like, fuck, man, I got to walk down here with something, Right? The conversion is going to come from investing in the awareness and the engagement. It becomes much, much easier. It's not going to happen overnight, but it comes from that. And then the testimonial. And I got to be completely honest with you. That's the most important one to me. The testimonial is the one where you guys are probably dropping the ball the most and where you should be investing a majority of your money in your video. If you're going to shoot video, that's the video to get. That's the video to get. If other people endorse you and they're saying it and it's on video, that right there is true social proof. So you can do whatever you want and then let your customers be your social proof, right, in doing business with you. So that covers your base. Let your customers be your salespeople and the serious people. Hey, dude, we, we seriously get shit done, but we also have fun doing it. Make sense? I'd take a picture of that one. Yeah, you guys pull out your phones and like everybody starts taking pictures of that shit. Where are you? How are you communicating? So what is your content? What's your footprint? How are you amplifying it? How are you sharing your knowledge? And are you searchable? So what I mean by that is when I put your name in, what does it tell me about me? Google yourself today, please. When's the last time ever, anybody hears Google themselves? Do <laughs> you fucking do that shit. Do you obviously turn on Google? You have Google mentions on? Okay. Track that shit. Right? What's your content? We already talked about that. Um, We're going to go over pillars of content and how you should distribute it. Um, Your footprint, you want to know where you are. So again, um, I believe in casting a wide net. I believe everywhere is where you should be. Uh, Some people don't believe that. I believe we don't know what can happen. So Facebook and Instagram go down a couple months ago. Where would everybody go? Twitter. Who's the only person here that rock and rolls on Twitter? This gentleman right here. He was feeling quite cozy. Didn't bother him at all, Facebook and Instagram goes down, right? He's still vulnerable, right now he is, by not expanding a wider net because he could also, if he's successful in Twitter, he could also be leveraging the audiences on Facebook and Instagram to go back to his Twitter. But let's remember three or four weeks later after Facebook and Instagram went down, what went down? Thank you. Vulnerable. Now he's vulnerable, right? So it's belief of casting a wide net. LinkedIn, right now, you're in the hot space. LinkedIn is where, when we were kids, Facebook was. Yeah. Now, interesting fact: we talked about this too. LinkedIn used to be the place where, like, if you put, and I talked, I talk about this all the time because I just think it's hilarious. Remember when you would put up like a personal post on LinkedIn, and then like all these trolls would like come out of nowhere and they'd be like, "Save that shit for Facebook! Like, go away! This is a business, B two B man! Like, blah blah blah! Like, do you see that anymore?" And I always tell Carl, I was like, dude, they're either dead. Those people are dead. <laughs> right? Or our generation, like that Gen X millennial generation, we were just like, fuck you motherfuckers. I have put a picture of my kid up on LinkedIn. What? <laughs> man, what are you going to say? My kid's ugly? Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. But at the end of the day, LinkedIn became a high-performing social media platform. That's what it is now. It's not B2B anymore, man. It's straight-up brand awareness now. It's how strong... Are you? How strong are you personally on LinkedIn? How many people are endorsing you? The content that you're putting out isn't engaging a lot of people. You can make a lot of fucking money on LinkedIn. By the way, you can run ads on LinkedIn. And if you're not running ads on LinkedIn right now, you're crazy. Because the targeting is off the chain. If I wanted to sell something to you guys, I could literally target you as a person that works at that, at that establishment. I could target you nonstop all day long. And the minute you touch my site, because LinkedIn has a pixel now, that it has pixel code you can place on the site, I pixelate you, I'm all over your LinkedIn until you decide to do business with me. So it's a great platform. Go ahead.
4: Our uh, LinkedIn website, we, uh, we just recently set up a, a, a website um, platform and stuff. Our LinkedIn comes up as our first, if you Google search us, LinkedIn is our first result. It's not Facebook, it's not our personal website, it's always our first result, and because I keep trying to pump content onto it, even though we don't have a lot of like connections on it yet, it's still,
0: it's usually still on the first Google page. Want me tell you how to fix that? By the way, what you just said about LinkedIn, it's the most powerful URL next to YouTube. It's the most powerful URL to show up on Google search. Mm-hmm. If you Google search someone anyway, if they have a LinkedIn page, the first thing to pop up, man. Yeah, very first thing. Are you sharing your business posts? Are your employees sharing your... LinkedIn business posts on their personal LinkedIn pages? No. Okay.
4: <laughs> Our, I have
0: a lot of lectures to give when we get back to that's the, okay. you're, you're, the company's It's okay. The company's LinkedIn URL, not its website, LinkedIn URL, or LinkedIn URL and website should be in the signatures on your emails. On your personal pages, your LinkedIn profile should be on your Facebook profile page. It should also be on your Instagram page. It should be everywhere. Get Linktree if you guys are having problems with fitting links on uh, your, your Instagram or in anywhere else. You can just get Linktree and you can put your LinkedIn, your, LinkedIn, your LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn URL, your website, your contact form, whatever it is. You can put it all in there and that link can be the link in your Instagram page or on your Facebook profile and then they can choose what they want to pick from. Okay, so Linktree is a really good option for that. Tools of the trade. What can help you accelerate the process? So if you guys are having trouble creating content... Um, oh, here's the other thing I wanted to go over with you. If you're not keeping up with what I'm saying, if you I'm sorry. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. And I heard you too. <laughs> and it's okay. I know I talk fast. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, because that's where most of you guys are going to hang out, I literally share almost 100% of this stuff on a daily basis, especially if I come up with something new. I'm going to share it with you that day. So you'd be like, oh, shit, that's awesome, right? So like some, uh, a girl named Steph the other day, which she's great. She's a real estate agent. She listened to what I said about being a mom, and she asked me. She was like, I'm just going to fucking put my hair up and go on my like, Under Armour stuff that I wear to the gym and just start doing it. And she's starting to become engaging, right? But she did like a five-minute Instagram story yesterday. It was probably less than that. But it was just her talking, okay? Remember what I was telling you about people listen to or look at their stories without the volume on? And 89 to 90% of you in this room, when you watch Facebook stories or Instagram stories, your volume is not on. So I said to her, hey, download a mobile application called clip Record your vertical video through clip It will automatically subtitle your Instagram story. Take that video, upload it to your Instagram story, and now your Instagram story is subtitled. Like that. Or, the easy way, let's go the easy way too. To get them to turn the volume on in your Instagram story, shoot your 15 seconds of talking or your 30 seconds of talking and just take a second to summarize it in three or four words, right? On there of like, make sure to turn your volume on so you can hear this. Or, I'm talking to you right now about real estate. I'm talking to you right now about real estate and then put it up there. Now, if they're interested and they want to hear this, they're going to hit the volume, then they're going to hear you talk. Do you understand? So just putting that little bit of text on that story video is going to get people to hear and listen to what you want to say. And watch what happens when you do that. All of a sudden, your Instagram stories, the people that you, you can see, the people that people are watching your Instagram stories, when they can read what you're saying, they want to watch more. That's why reading will never go away. Ever. It'll never go away. Because most of what we consume is not auditory. Most of what we consume is reading. Who here is married or boyfriend, girlfriend? What do you guys do around? Uh, I'm not going to say not between 9 and 10. <laughs> but let's say 11. Let's say 11. Other person's asleep. TV's on. You're still on your phone. And you're going, maybe you're watching a YouTube video about fucking aliens. I don't know. I'm just talking about my shit that I do. I'm go. watching it. Yeah. I'm, well, if, I if I don't, if I don't have my, my you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I don't have my headphones in, I'll have the phone there, but I'm just reading the subtitles off the video, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm consuming audio. I'm consuming video, but I'm consuming it um, from a standpoint of me reading the text, and I'm okay with it. It's almost like we're okay with it. Like we watch something and we're <coughs> okay reading subtitles, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's one thing I really want you guys to do. So TubeBuddy being the important one. If anybody in here is going to invest into YouTube, please get TubeBuddy as a plugin for uh, Google Chrome. It's free. Just add it to your Google Chrome. It's super easy. Design Lab is a great mobile application that you can download to make Instagram posts. It's like Canva on steroids for your phone. You will absolutely positively love it. Which one? Design Lab anything and it's got different um, canvas so you can set the canvas up and what i mean by canvas is like 9 by 16 would be vertical video like 16 by f- uh, like 5 is like facebook things like that so you can pick which one its is. Clipomatic is the one that i talked about where you can quick shoot some vertical video or horizontal video and it automatically will subtitle it for you and then you can literally put it go ahead and just share it wherever you want mojo is a great design application for instagram stories for snapchat for TikTok for Twitter, for Facebook, anything like that. It's gonna give you guys the ability to create quickly, within like a minute or less, create content that you can put out that's gonna catch people's eye, okay? And then the last one is a brand new one that I just released on this show, on Carl's show um, the other day. It's called Veemly, V-E-M-E dot L-Y. Nobody really knows about this app yet. You could literally do shoot your video, subtitle your video, edit your video and post your video right from that app.
3: No, that post to all of them at one time.
0: Sure. Okay. Progress bars, titles, subtitles, all of it in that in, in that Beamly app. You too will download that and become addicted to that app. To use Power yes. Is it this better is than that? Better, way better. Okay. This 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 app right here literally is is a, is a danger to the gentleman behind that camera. <laughs> Adam's like, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> what about storybooks?
0: Storybooks. It's okay. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love him.
3: What, like, using Hootsuite, is that, like, mainly, is that where we'll populate in all the different places?
0: So, Hootsuite's a distrib- it, it's a distributing software, right? Right. So, quite honestly, and not to be, like, rude on Hootsuite, our software can actually do more than Hootsuite, right? Oh, no. like, we can upload Instagram video from our software. Hootsuite can do that, but it cuts off at a certain point, right? Like, we can upload. Oh, here's another one great for you. Like, who has an issue with um, Instagram stories? Like, get, getting them up. Okay, cool. Download this. Sm- you don't have an Instagram? Who here has Instagram, by the way? Who here posts on Instagram stories every day? All right. If you want to create Instagram stories but you don't have time to get them out, or let's say you've shot a bunch of really good video and you want to schedule it out, download a mobile app called Affi, A-P-P-H-I, and it will give you the ability to schedule out your Instagram stories. So you could shoot a bunch of vertical video and you can actually schedule it out from that mobile application. It's a big, I mean, it's a big, big time saver, especially if you have somebody internally doing so your social media distribution for you, it's a great big time saver, especially at events, stuff like that. APPHI. APPHI. Okay. Yeah. To answer your question, that's a really good application for you to be able to also distribute to Instagram as well. So you could schedule your, yeah, APPHI, and it's free, and you could schedule your Instagram posts out there as well as your Instagram stories. And uh, the YouTube and uh, all the other Vimeo, mm-hmm. if you
4: want. You, well, I, I, what I would do
0: if, you, if you're if you using Hootsuite, what I would do is create your video in that Beamly, download it to your camera roll, and then you have the Hootsuite app on your phone, then just upload that video, and then distribute it using Hootsuite, okay. and you won't have a problem or an okay. issue doing that. Make sense? Cool. Um, this is Colin Cameron. This is the guy that I was telling you about. He looks like uh, he's about to get arrested. Um, <laughs> Small town agents. If if you don't follow those guys, I highly recommend following them. Uh, he created a group um, called uh, ReTV. It's a Facebook group. I highly recommend if you want to surround yourselves with great people in your in your industry. Number one to create relationships. Number two to get their opinions about creating video and what's worked for them and what's not worked for them. It's a great Facebook group to become a part of. Um, I highly recommend it. And I think you guys will actually get a lot of value. it, Especially you I think you guys will get a lot of value. I think you'll get a lot of really good ideas. What was it R-E-T-V. This was him shooting an 11-minute video from his phone explaining um, a majority of what I explained to you guys today, but that you can still create really, really good content with just your phone. It's a very powerful tool, and you have the ability to do it. Okay? Do you
3: have any apps?
0: A gimbal. Maybe a DG... <laughs> I,
3: I, you got shaky hands? This is going to be completely offensive. I have
2: serious Michael J. Fox hands. Oh, God. Yeah, I just shake like crazy, but every time I need my paint stirred, I'm the guy to say it. I would... What, what
0: I would do if I were you, if it's a real serious issue, is. is I would get... Um, I would maybe go buy, like, a, a Osmo Pocket. They're about two, three hundred bucks. Okay. Um, but basically, it's a 4K camera with stabilization, gimbal stabilization, so you could literally talk like this, and your hand could be moving like this. And when you download that video, it's not moving at all.
3: Yeah, because we just had the, the food truck event yeah. in downtown York last weekend. Glenn owns the uh, uh, York County Ale Trail. Okay. So I'm shooting a quick Facebook Live shoot, and it looked like we were in Southern I got North you. And, and nobody's gonna
0: watch that. No.
3: No, not that heads
0: up that. Yeah. And the other thing is this is also keep, keep in mind that like if even if the video is shaky, yeah. like if the if the audio sucks, like that's the biggest thing. Videographers, guys like Adam, will tell you that it's not necessarily about the shot. It's the audio. Like he could shoot this whole thing about us talking here today. But if the audio sucks, yeah. you're not going to watch it. Yeah, right. so, yeah. You know what I mean? So And it's going to be subtitled, too. So once they turn it on, they're like, oh, man, that audio is very clear and things like that. So that. And that's why I like that Facebook group for you guys, because you can get in there and be like, you would say in that Facebook group, hey, guys, I have an issue. My hand shakes all the time when I do this phone thing, blah, blah, blah. Some people would put in funny gifts, of course, your type of people. Right. But then there would also be people that are going to jump in there and be like, hey, man, the, the Osmo Pocket would be perfect. You can grab it at Best Buy or grab it on Amazon. They're like 200 bucks, 300 and it's going to solve that problem for you. Right, And so instead of hiring somebody like me, you could do it. Or you could turn around and you could hire a guy like that to shoot it for you and it could look like a fucking banger. How to use IGTV? Download the IGTV app. That's the only way you're going to be able to post something to IGTV is through the IGTV app. Download it. Have fun with it. Try it out. You can film, edit, and upload your video. Um, it's 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 not possible to actually take um, upload footage, like take footage, record footage, and put it up there. It's just a, it's all it is now is a conduit. Okay, but what I like about it is that you can add an exterior link to drive traffic to people to another landing page. And what I mean by that is this: a lot of you already know that you can, if you have IGTV, you can without 10,000 followers, you can create a swipe up, and they'll take. And the video will take them to the IGTV. How many people knew that? Okay, so if you don't have 10,000 followers, you still have the ability to create a swipe up, but it's just going to take them to your IGTV video. However, there's another hack for that. In that same spot, in the title and description spot, the title you're going to put what you want. The title should always be, click the link in the description. Click the link in the description. So, let's imagine this. You do a two-minute video on IGTV. Now, IGT gives you the ability to post a preview to your Instagram newsfeed that's one minute long, and then we'll say, keep watching, right? Now, the, the last 10 seconds of that video are very, very important if you want to drive traffic from Instagram to your landing page where your real estate properties are, or a specific house you're talking about, or a YouTube video that you want your, your person to watch, your clients to watch. In that last 10 seconds, you guys, guys, be sure to hit keep watching and then click the link in the description so you can see the new house. We have a brand new thing that we want you to see that we're doing inside this new house that we just put on the market. So they hit keep watching and then all of a sudden in the left-hand corner when they're watching the video, vertical by the way, there's a link right there. They click that link, takes them to the landing page of where the house is and it could be a full 20-minute video of you inside the house doing all this stuff. So you now all have the ability to create swipe up, and exterior link jumps uh, within IGTV and and within Instagram. I know that's long, and I'm going to do a video about it, and I'm going to share it so you guys can see how I do it, okay? IGTV is super, super important, and this is why. Use the mobile application InShot. There's a mobile app called InShot. If you don't know what InShot is, I highly, highly recommend downloading the mobile app InShot. It will make an app. It will be an absolute lifesaver for you, just creating video from your phone, to uh, distribute it on social media. And to answer your question, InShot, you can create the video, edit the video within there, and then share it right to Instagram, Facebook. You can link it to everything. The reason I like InShot is because it is very, very, very dumbed down, like very dumbed down. To the point, like if I gave my dad in the InShot mobile app, my dad's seventy-seven years old. He could create a video, okay. I mean, he's the most tech savvy person you can imagine, but he could create a video for it. So if you're going to start in any of those mobile apps, InShot's the one to start. And you're going to be like, "Dude, I love this app because it's so easy." So you'll love it. You can play, and what I like about that is if you accidentally shoot a video like this, okay. And you're like, damn it! I need to get that to Instagram Stories, right? And you don't want it to look like shit. You can literally take that video that you shot like that, toss it in an InShot, and it'll automatically change it to a nine by sixteen frame for you, so it looks good and normal. And then you can post that to your Instagram Stories. Cool. Yeah. I would also, by the way, I would get out of the unless you're shooting. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. You pause that and yeah. say
3: that again. Get out of the habit of doing this. We're talking about
2: two different things.
0: Correct. We are. I, I, want you guys, I want you guys to remember that even when we watch YouTube in our normal life, we watch it like this. That's why IGTV is so important right now. That's why Instagram is putting so much money into it. If you Now think for a second. I want you to think for a second. How many times a day do you hold your phone like this? But why? I know. Because everybody, our entire day, we operate like that. Mm -hmm. So if we're making content, should we be making content like this? Or should we be making content like this? Mm -hmm. Right? Even YouTube. Very seldom. Unless our kid is being a complete asshole inside of a restaurant. Do we turn it sideways (laughs) and tell them to watch fucking Dora?
4: (laughs) Yeah, or that, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude.
0: New Bad Boys came out, I immediately was like, I got to see it. Man, Martin Lawrence's chin looks huge. You can place an exterior link in the description area like we talked about, right? and Drive a CTA, uh, call to action to convert your clients, uh, be it a landing page for an event or a property uh, that gives you the ability to create that swipe up feature. Number three, post the preview to your IGTV as an Instagram post in the feed. Remember to set up the last 10 seconds of your IGTV video to say, be sure to click keep watching pillars and distribution all right so i highly recommend everybody creates all their content around audio and video and the reason i say that is because you can do so much with those two things remember when i was telling you that reading will never go away what can we do with audio very easily Thank you. We can transcribe it very easily. Has anybody ever heard of a website called Rev? R-E-V.com? Write that down. It will become your new friend. If I shoot a five-minute video, how many words do you think that is? That's a lot of words. Okay. Now, if I take that five-minute video and I send it to Rev.com and they charge me a dollar per minute and it's five bucks... Okay, I pay five bucks, and about 12 minutes later, I get fully transcribed, perfectly transcribed. Transcription of that audio, what can I turn that into? A blog. What does very, very well on Google? Well, Blogs. What does really, really well on Facebook? Blogs, though, too. 100%. But let's think about it this way I shoot my podcast. Okay, I got a podcast. I'm filming my podcast. I'm recording my podcast. Now, what do I have? I've got video content. I've got audio content, and I've got transcription for a blog. In one fell swoop, one hour. So you're talking 60 minutes, right? 60 minutes. I've created enough content to last me for two weeks. It's how you distribute the content, right? That gets us. That gets us amped up. We shoot the hour video, then it's the distribution process where we break down. So, audio is the quickest way to create content, all right? It's also the best way to uh, uh, compile long form and short form content. And what I mean by that is this, you can take that hour video and take that hour video that you shoot for YouTube and then take one minute of really good content from that, use that for Instagram, Take three minutes of really good content out of that hour. Use that for Facebook. Take that full hour. Distribute that to YouTube. Take maybe a couple 15 seconds or one minute snippets. Use those for Instagram stories and Facebook stories. Do you see what I'm saying? You're using one piece of content, long form content, to, to create micro form content to distribute for through that entire week. So audio to video to blog to social. So you literally, this right here, Okay, this is a content distribution format. That's how you create content and distribute it properly on social media for a person or a brand. Right there. A lot of the times when we're posting something, it's on the go, it's not planned, right? It's much easier for you to talk and say what you want to say and let somebody else transcribe it and then pull from the transcription and use that as your copy. Your copy will get Way better when you let someone else transcribe it and then you can figure out what's good and what's not. Does that make sense? So audio, video, blog, social, that's how it works. That's how you distribute content correctly. (laughs) You have questions, don't be shy. Ask me while it's free because after this it's not. (laughs) Anybody have any questions? Anything that they're struggling with currently that they think I might be able to help with? Robert. I have a oh. Go ahead. Why does it seem like everybody
2: feels the need to shoot a video while they're driving in their car? Uh,
4: do
1: you notice that?
0: I do. Am I the only one? No. I think because uh, it's easy and because as humans, we hate being alone. So I think, we want, I, I think as when we're driving in the car, our attention spans are starting to get limit, more limited and more limited, even though we have way more ways to entertain ourselves when we're driving in a car, where we could listen to a podcast or we could listen to whatever it is um, that we feel like we need to post or talk to our social media channels to get conversations going with people. Our attention spans are just that short. Okay. That's what I think. I think so too. Yeah, Yeah. but it's really not if you really think about it. Because if you're shooting a video, you're shooting a video for social media privately.
4: Like the 15th video.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: If if he's talking about agents here, locally, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, That wasn't. They didn't take a video and post it the first
0: video. I will tell you. I will tell you. If you're shooting in your car and it's not stopped, uh, it can. I mean, it's going to get you in fucking trouble. And it also could eventually affect customers or clients that maybe lost a family member mm-hmm. that in a car accident because of something like that. And it could have been a potential and they see you doing that. And they're like, what the fuck, man? Like,
2: As a viewer, I'd be distracted
0: by that, yeah, 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 right. yeah.
2: You
0: doing? yeah. yeah. I, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I mean, I do it, I do it. And, and a majority of the time for me is if I do do it, I have my phone set in place here where I can literally hit hands-free on Instagram and I'm not necessarily talking at the camera. I'm just talking and then I'll hit stop. Um, and I shouldn't do it. But at the end of the day, the reason that I do it, I guess, so much is because I've created a habit for myself, one. And two, um, because I'm afraid I'm going to forget the importance of what I just popped into my head and I got to get it out when I really should just maybe shoot a video real fast or stop the car pull it over. Um, human error, I think, is the reason people do it. I would say do a video about it. If you feel that, no, I'm dead serious. Something that bothers well, me mostly. Well, so, like I don't like to see those videos, but I don't know why everybody feels the need. So what I would do, I w- what I would do for you is if that bothers you that much, you have that much conviction behind it, um, I would create a video for real estate agents of why they should not do it and then post that up of why they shouldn't do it. Maybe interview some people who have lost some family members because of it and put that out there. I'm just saying, that might be your pillar of content where all of a sudden they go, wow, man, this guy didn't have to create a video based on that topic, but it's something that you feel powerful powerful about and that you've created a piece of content behind it that makes you a, a real estate agent that cares. All right.
2: throw sure, A little content too for those Maryland drivers that the left lane is for passing on the right lane, <laughs> the right, yeah. right yeah. lane you is for driving as slow as yeah.
0: you want we say the same thing about you guys. It is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm totally like, I'm such a slow driver now. It's not even funny. I don't even uh, care.
2: What, what are your thoughts about timing of
3: posts? When you do it? Certain times of the day, that's more powerful. Yeah, than times.
0: there's a great app, and I'm not joking. This is the name for it, and, it, and it, I'm no, not even lying to you. It totally works. It's called When to Post. <laughs> go to your app store go to your uh, and I'm dead serious dude I'm like wouldn't lie to you about it and it actually does work it'll tell you the best times for you to post your insights though if you go to your insights in your Facebook business manager or uh, your insights on your Instagram it'll tell you when your followers are the most active and then that's when you should post but I like when to post because it gives you three great times during each day of when you should post and where you're going to get the highest performance um, out of it So, I ha- and it's free it doesn't cost you any money
4: One day at eight o'clock in the morning, I got a lot of feedback and had a lot of reach. Sure. Next week, tried the same thing, similar content. The reach was half.
0: Yeah. So like, I have a really hard time with l- consistency as far as when it seems like. Download that app and try it for like a month. Just, just try it and then DM me and tell me if it worked or it didn't work. And then what I'd like to do is then, if it did work, then that's great. But if it didn't work, then I'd want to, I would deep dive into like the actual content, right? So we had a, a mortgage person who uh, was talking about, uh, he, would, he would do like a weekly mortgage report and he would, he would record the video on Friday and he would release the video on Sunday and then on Monday he'd be like, yeah, man, it like didn't get any like, and I'm like, bro, you fucking posted it on Sunday at five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Most people are, are A, passed out or passed out, Right. Like they don't give a fuck about the mortgage industry at Sunday at five o'clock. So when to post, it's gonna help you because literally, like I'll open up my phone and I'll look at when to post and it tells me right now my best times to post were nine AM, nine forty five, or ten thirty in the morning. Any after ten thirty in the morning? Until after two it seems. It no, I mean literally it's saying my best times on this day consistently are those three times. Is it's based on the content? It's based, it on your content that I'm, it's based on the content that I'm distributing. It, it's consistently reporting back to me and basing on what I'm posting. It's okay. It's tracking based that's on what, your Yeah, platform. of course. That's the most important part. Yeah. Who gives a shit about what everybody else's time frame is? It's, your, it's when your audience is, is uh, engaging with you the most. Yeah. This is when you want to post. That's why I like that app so much. And I like that it's free. And that it's very concise. Like, it works. It just does. And I know many, many people, many people that you may even follow on social media that use that app every day. Like, it's the Bible. Because it just works. I just find it funny that it's called When to Post. Um, a lot of people will say, because it's set up for Instagram, a lot of people will say, well, does that work for Facebook too? And so, it does. Same thing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to integrate around the same timing. So a perfect example for you is when you're like, yeah, I posted 8 o'clock in the morning and that one got a lot of traction. That's because when they get up in the morning they're doing one of the... The first thing they do is check their phone. So if you schedule the post, most people, if you know when most of your followers get up, I would find that out. In fact, the way that I would do that is create a poll on Facebook and say, when, does, when do most of you get up in the morning? Eight o'clock? Six o'clock in the morning? Five o'clock in the morning, right? That's what I would want to figure out. So then once you know the of the, the audience... Clicks eight in the morning. You know your post should really be scheduled to go out around like seven fifty eight. So schedule that post to go out at seven fifty eight. Makes sense. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's
4: just like it's, it's like racks
0: my brain. Most of us how always, like- most of us always try to figure out like the hack or the secret. I don't think there is one. There is not one. There is no secret to anything. There's tools, yeah. and if you learn how to use the tools, they can make it easier for you. But at the end of the day, what we ignore the most is our own audience. We just don't ask them. Like my audience, I asked them, I said, what do you guys want to see more of? Like motivating rah-rah Todd or do you want to see marketing Todd? Yeah. And what do you think they said? Raw, rah I tried one of those posts and I got way more feedback on which bathroom do you prefer? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But they wanted, they wanted more of like, we want to hear about how shit sucked for you and how you got out of it than how to fucking properly personal social media. It was like 80-20. So 80% of my content is based around that. 20% of my content is based around helping people. And most of the time, on well, the help part of it from a digital marketing standpoint, most of that's done in, in direct messaging. And wh- Which is another place. It's a whole other. D- direct messaging, DMing on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere else is a whole other platform that you guys have not jumped into yet. Messaging is very, very powerful if it's done the right way. Very powerful but most people don't jump into that.
3: Yeah. I see you have Snapchat up there with Facebook stories and Instagram stories.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: How valuable is Snapchat? Still worth a couple billion dollars. <laughs> Stock keeps sliding, but. What I would say is this.
0: <laughs> I don't base their value on, on money. I'm just joking, right. obviously. Um, I base their value on there's still people there and there's still brands there. Okay. So if the brands are still there, then I still feel like there's some value. Snapchat's one update away from sliding and scale again. Okay. Just like Instagram was. Instagram was one update away from fucking Snapchat up. All they had to do real quickly was when you woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning and you open Instagram and you're like, wow, what's that? It's a circle with a purple line around it. Click the... Oh, it's like Snapchat. I can do the same thing. Oh, cool. I can add music now and GIFs. GIFs, by the way. That's the proper pronunciation. (laughs) (laughs) Still, I call it GIF. It's okay. But what we started realizing was that, like, oh, crap. Like, he offered to buy Snapchat. They didn't take the offer. Now they're probably wishing they did. And he said, okay, fine. I'm going to go create my own. So the same thing's going to happen about 24 months with TikTok. He's going to go to TikTok and be like, how much you want? Give you a billion. Yeah. They're going to either say yes or no, we're going to be rebels and do it on our own. He's going to go, that's cool, whatever. Hey, Billy, who's in sixth grade at you know York County Middle School, do you know how to build something? Yeah, I can do it. Brings it in, builds it, puts it in Instagram, and all of a sudden now Instagram's badass again. And yeah. TikTok falls off. So at the end of the day, I still think Snapchat is viable because brands are there, and I still think Snapchat's viable because people still use it. I'm always going to believe that you shouldn't leave a platform unless until it is dead, right? Yeah. Because you don't know yeah. they're one, they one good idea or one update update away from becoming cool again and where everyone goes. And if you leave and you try to come back, it's much harder to win. Like you left, you left Facebook video. If you would have been consistently doing that, not for a year, but for three years, You'd have so much content that you could take and redistribute across YouTube, across TikTok, across Facebook, across Instagram, across Instagram stories, across IGTV. You'd have all that content, which is what I would do if I were you. I'd go back to your old content. I'd get somebody like Adam to edit it and chop it up, get it turned to vertical and redistribute that content on other platforms now. You guys are sitting on a gold mine. Mm -hmm. You just don't know which one's gold yet. Right. Distribute it across other platforms for you guys TikTok is probably huge because it's really a lot of it's based on humor and you guys are funny you would probably be very successful there and i highly doubt that there's too many real estate agents that are doing really well there yet i don't know
3: we can use our high school graduation program. those are
0: very those amazing. are awesome yeah. do it cuz like i told you the mullet stuff for me is going it's yeah. like wildfire right now <laughs> anybody else any struggles that you're having go ahead
4: so we were talking earlier about like her concern is excluding certain demographics mm-hmm. Where you recommend stop being concerned and be more focused on appealing to the people that
0: you want to appeal to. Today, <laughs> do it now. I mean, what you know? What are you waiting for? There's no, there's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing that again, you know, this is this is this is really like success 101. one The the person that really limits us the most is ourselves right? I mean, you guys all have the ability to do this. The information that I gave to you today, there's people that are, that are kicking ass with this information. So some of you, and, and I, there's other videos. You go watch my content. There's 1% of you in this room right now are going to take what I gave you and go do something with it. The rest of you are going to be thankful that I came to see you, that I met you, that we talked. We'll become friends on Instagram or Facebook, this, that, and everything else, and I'll watch you and a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, six months from now, I'm going to still be watching. And I'd be like, yes, they, like, they wanted to do it. They, get, they were nice enough to sit there and listen to me talk and say these things, but they never implemented it. right? So if he follows me on Facebook and he doesn't make a video about the cars dri- you know, driving in your car with the phone and talking on your phone and creating videos out of that... I'm going to be like, man, that's a great piece of content that he really could have made. And that could have been something that set him on fire and be like, man, this guy, he's, he's a real estate agent that cares about people. And I'd be like, why didn't he use that? Or maybe I'll message him and be like, you know what, I was just thinking about you the other day. Your profile came up. I think you should make that video, man. You seem, really, you seem like you had a lot of conviction behind it. I think that it could be good content. Or same with you, right? Like, why did you email me and I'm like, why the fuck isn't your, LinkedIn, your company's LinkedIn URL in your signature yet? That's a, takes two seconds for you to do that. Why not do it? Or I'm following you guys. I'm like, why the fuck are you not making videos? Like I'll say you want to be like, make a video. And sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes we need to come to things like this to hear it from other people to go, go do it. Like, cause again, you're the only thing stopping yourself from not doing it. You're watching everybody else do it. You're saying, I wish I could do something like that. There's people like Adam, like myself, all around you that can help you do it. Yet you just still don't do it because you let other things get in the way of it. Most of the time, it's fear yeah, of being you, judged. Exactly. What do you do for those
4: that, uh, or a suggestion of those that don't like
3: camera or being on social media? I mean, how do you get around that? You, I mean, my my entire team. There's
0: a. My entire team would never do a video. There's, my entire team. None would happen. Not one of you would do it. So there's a couple different ways you can do it, right?
2: I'm, I'm not available for, for, for a few I for actually, honestly, I really could, could. See Adam yeah. could. I could see, Adam, the see Adam doing it. Yeah. video. He would not do a video. I really could see him doing one. I could see Mark yeah. doing it. I could see Mark. Yeah, no? actually, I could see Mark doing Mark's it. Mark's a little
4: better at, I think he would, yeah. a little bit more, yeah. more with Brad and Zach, but I don't think that they
0: would. Yeah. Here's, here's... You should short strong. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but, see,
4: but see, Mark and Adam and I are brother and sisters, so that we're like all the same. We won't do it. Social media to me is very foreign. So I don't like it at all. Period. It's not know. about you, right? Exactly. But it's hard for us to think that it works, and I know it does because
0: we're not there. So, you know, right? so here, here's the thing the one thing that you got to get out of your head, number one, is that like because you say you don't like social media, it doesn't fucking matter because there's like billions of people who love it. So, if you don't have any, anyone on your team that wants to help create video. If you don't have anybody that wants to get in front of a camera, if your mindset is already in the stage of I don't really like social media, I don't really see the value in it. I don't see how it makes money for people. Value, I, I recommend one getting out of that mindset of it doesn't matter if you it doesn't matter if you like social media or not, shit fucking won. So you lost. So now you now you're now you're double losing because you're afraid to get in front of a camera. So the first thing I would do is start making videos to get out of the mindset of that you're afraid of being in front of the camera. The only way you're going to get good at being in front of the camera is by getting in front of the camera. Now, sure. yeah. if you're if you're dead set, if you're dead set and you're like, I can't do it and no one else will do it, then you need to post on Facebook because social media is the best way to get what you need, mm-hmm. right? Because it works, right? Even though you just told me it didn't fucking work. No, it does I'm not, no, I didn't say it worked. Get on social media and say, "Here's the thing. I want to create. I want to create content. I need people to be in this video for me, because I already told you that you don't need to be in the video if you don't want to. You don't. The video that you're probably shooting right now, anyway, is the real estate video, house stuff, right? I mean, is it or is it not? We don't. Here's the bottom line. Here's the here's the bottom line. If you don't start to, if you don't start doing video. If you don't start doing video, there's going to be real estate agents that are coming up right now, okay, that are younger, that are like, uh, let's say in their their 20s or 30s or whatever it is, that see massive value in doing video, they're going to stomp you the fuck out. And then you're going to have to deal with the backlash of that because they're going to start taking your clients because they're creating brand awareness around it and you were just afraid to do it or didn't believe it didn't work. So to answer your question, what I would do is get on Facebook, post on there and be like, I don't want to be in these videos, but I have some really good ideas for videos. I need people to be in the videos for me. And that would be the solution to your problem. Or or do it yourself. Just get in front of the camera and start talking. Practice at home. Talk in the mirror and look at the mirror and start talking. It will happen. You'll get used to it. Like I totally forgot that this camera was here. You'll get used to it. Or if you're going to jump in and do a testimonial, like a talking head, it's not hard. Just say what you feel. Don't go from a script. Say what you feel. It's not hard to do that. Okay. But took a but get it. The- yeah. <laughs> but I really
1: That's
0: want really you to really get. Work. I really want you to do it because I want you to get that mindset. I want to get. It. I want you to get that out of your head that it,
4: that. I didn't say it doesn't work. I know it
0: works. It totally works.
4: We're there everywhere, everywhere we can be without video. Yeah. And so that's where.
0: You just got to remember how we consume con- How we all consume content, and that's how we consume content.
1: I know. I know. I'll tell you though, with the exception of this guy over here, no, nobody in the beginning is comfortable doing it. I don't think. Agreed. No, I think crowd. there's some people out there. Oh, you, know, you
2: stand
3: in front of a crowd 100 times. Now I'm good talking in front of a crowd. Right. The first 50,
0: 75. Times. I can even tell you that you know, like talking in a smaller group like this makes me more nervous than talking in front of three or four hundred people. It's very easy for me to walk into a room in Vegas and see 400 people there in a room, or 3,000 people when we're on stage and I'm talking to them. It's super fucking easy. Because let me explain something to you. If you've ever been on a really big stage. The fucking lights are so bright that I can only see little Jimmy and Alice right there. And that's it. So it's real easy for me to be like, fuck, nah, 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 fuck, 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 right? But if I'm here, I'm like, this guy's like, man, he says fuck a lot. And she's like, oh my gosh, he's, I have to go to church now on Sunday because of Todd. Like all this stuff, right? And he's like, I hate this guy. And so like, whatever. So at the end of the day, it's like, this is a much more like, I, it's just something that you end up getting used to. You know, it's like the more you do it, like I said before, I can post on all those platforms in like three minutes. It's the same thing. The more you do it, the more you get comfortable with it. But I can already tell you that you're talking in front of this many people here that you're not gonna have a problem doing it. Just talk about what you like, though. And
4: it's, I don't know that it's necessarily I, I, me. No, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily me as much as it is where Adam's beliefs or are like, oh, why do people? You know, we look at some of these videos. And we're why are these agents doing these videos? They're terrible. They're
0: terrible. A lot of them are very bad. Okay. And why are you doing it? So I right? didn't. I didn't videotape that, that, by the way. Some of them are like, why are you
4: moving like this,
0: walking through a house? What is that? Okay. So can I, I ask you a t- question? So done. again, I'm gonna answer. Can I? Can I answer <laughs> no, 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 no. a question? Listen. Listen. I wanna. I wanna. I'm gonna answer your question for you right now. Do you know what you just said? You just gave, You just shot a video. Yeah. And you just shot a video on a topic. That's entertaining, educational, and informational.
4: But it's hard for me to be. believe that yeah. it's entertaining.
0: Yeah. Isn't, yeah. isn't it? Dude, it let, let me. it. To find. To realize what works. Even though I know it works. Yeah. To realize what that is that really did work and why it worked. Go, again, you, yeah. you should do the mom thing. She reminds me of these two blonde women I saw yes. on Facebook in the car. Yeah, they're the best of like why they hit their kids and stuff. I don't know really who yeah. are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Two Blonde Moms. Well, but listen. Not? But listen, the 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 one of the things that I want you to t- I want you to take out of that is this is that you we, we get very used to. I was just talking to a restaurant owner the other day about this, right? They told me to come in and they wanted to talk about marketing ideas, and I was coming up with all these ideas, and she's like, "Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that?" And I said, "Because here's the situation: you, we do majority of the time we are creatures of habit. We do the exact same thing every single day without fail." most of the time we just get caught in it. Like we stop at the same gas station, we get the same drink, we say hi to the same guy, we put gas in at the same place, we go to the same office, we do the same thing over and over and over again, okay? So based upon us doing that, we don't don't put ourselves in a situation where we go back and we look at what we do for a living from a different place. So the restaurant owner, I said, pull yourself out of the restaurant and look at it from a customer standpoint not a restaurant owner standpoint. That's really hard for me to do, but I said, do that. I said, go to another restaurant as a customer and look at it from that standpoint. And you're gonna see it a lot differently. How would I consume content like this? So they have a really amazing hot dog, this huge hot dog, right? It's gigantic, it's huge. And I literally told her, I said, have your, bar-, and they're kind of a risky kind of place. So I said, There's a, they have one of their bartenders, she's a comedian, she took the big hot dog and she was like this. And it was a boomerang, like going into her mouth. She posted it up. She's fucking on fire right now. because it's funny. It is what it is. They don't care if they offend somebody. It doesn't matter to them. They don't care, right? So at the end of the day, they were thinking outside the box with their content. So what I said, and by the way, that was not my idea. My idea was, remember the Where's the Beef Lady yeah. Yeah. from Wendy's? I'm real huge on nostalgia marketing, like we were just talking about on Hulu. When I, when I brought up, when I started talking about, these guys didn't know who I was, but when I said the A Team, Dukes of Hazard, Knight Rider, they all, the guys in this room were like, What? Kit was the best. B.A. Baracus, I love that guy. Nostalgia marketing is very hot right now. So what I said to them is, I said, You should be running, if you wanna do omni channel marketing, you wanna create a billboard, put the Where's the Beef Lady on there and say, At the Point in Fells. That right there is going to get way more advertising and omni-channel brand awareness than anything else, just a picture of the hot dog on the plate in the restaurant. It's like a a septic company, like we were talking about out of Delaware, that's got literally their billboard is got poop with the poop emoji. That's it. Now, when you see that and you love it, what do you do? What he hates. You take your phone out while you're driving and you take a picture of it and then you share it on social media. And what did that do for that company? Free advertising. Free advertising, brand awareness, man. It's not necessarily free because this shit's fucking $3,000 to have it on a billboard. But regardless, it's not the channel that's broken. Print's not dead. Billboards aren't dead. Radio's not dead. None of this stuff is dead. The messaging is dead. If I drive through Pennsylvania and I see another real estate sign with a person on there like this, (laughs) like dude really like what you should be doing is remember that movie uh, with um, oh god yes that's what somebody should be doing in in York PA right now you two should take your shirts off and be that guy and do an exact replica of that movie and put it on that sign that shit will go viral viral guaranteed but that's the type of stuff that's I'm trying to talk about is your
2: already
0: working. On it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you guys. Create. Cre- yeah. Create cre- If you create idea, you're not going to offend anybody. It's not like we're doing the fresh Prince of bel Air video, OK, with that real estate company, like the way that they did it. If anybody didn't see that, you should look it up. It's terrible. and they lost their jobs over it. What I'm saying is, think before you do something, that it's not going to offend somebody. But tap into that nostalgia marketing of the prime customer, or the prime buyer right now, of uh, me. We were talking about that 30 to 40-year-old person. Tap into the nostalgia of them and then create your content around that. It's easy to make content around pogs. Do you guys remember pogs? Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, little things like that. Like, go to Google and just type in 80s, 90s toys. And all of a sudden, you're going to be like, oh, dude, I just came up with a really good idea. So the restaurant, I gave him a really good idea. I said, there's a guy that lives around this area. He's got a car. It's a Knight Rider kit replica. I said, you guys have a Knight Rider trivia night and have the car parked out front of the restaurant. Watch how many people show up with their kids, by the way. They necessarily won't bring them in for the trivia night and drink, but what will they do? Take pictures in front of the car, in front of the restaurant with their kids and share it on social media. That's it. Nostalgia marketing works. I wrote a huge blog about that. So create content around that, man.
3: When you have ideas for video, of the apps you gave out, do any of them allow you to do edits, insert things?
0: Cut transitions, slides, anything transition like that? Yep, slides, all of it.
3: Still, things. Yep. Oftentimes I've got ideas for creative videos. I'm going, I'm not well versed enough in video content creation beyond alive or beyond shooting something that we're at mm-hmm. to be able to add certain things in.
0: Yeah, what's there. the Veemly is very, very good with that. Um, I, I highly recommend that, that be, we're in shot. Both of those are very easy to use from a basic standpoint. But if you really want to start getting yourself into like, you, like, you know you want it to look a certain way, you know you want the editing a certain way, you want that stuff done, yeah. then I'm not trying to be a, like an ass. You Find somebody like Adam or like our agency and hire us to do the video for you and have, us done, have it done professionally the right way. Okay. But... If you want to try it on your own first to see if you can get it done yourself, which I, I'd like you to do, Veemly or InShot would be the best shot for you. So like if you wanted to create like a, a glitched out transition or uh, uh, an, you know, an exit caption or whatever it is, or put a still in, things like that, InShot um, is going to be the easiest one. You guys will absolutely love that app, like I said before.
3: The follow-up on the Twitter conversation, because yep. I've been a Twitter user for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of Jimmy's, Wendy's, UMBC, um... That have been able to find that way to engage by being the smart ass. Yeah. Um, is there trying to learn that piece of it? Uh,
0: being a smart ass.
3: Well, the <laughs> but you got that the, down, it's baby. A, it's a, down. a it's a strategic smart mm-hmm. that they're that they're using to engage. Yeah. So that's the part because I can be a smart ass. There's a strategic the way they go about it that been able to miss out on it going, Wait a minute, that's not working. Yeah.
0: So. So it's, it's trial and error. There's no question about it. It's yeah. also acceptance to the fact that once you turn that corner to do that, to be that, going back. you can't go back. When, when Wendy's called Chick-fil-A, when, 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 when they were like, your mom's a whore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah <it> was
1: great.
0: <laughs> like the shit went viral, right? I mean, obviously. But they, they made a decision. See, but here's the funniest thing, guys. Wendy's made a decision to be like that. The Where's the beef lady? They made yeah. a decision way long a long time ago to do that. What's been accepted in our society now, though, is this. Twitter is a platform where you're allowed to live out of reality. Yeah. And with certain situations, like when it comes into race and, yeah. and sexuality and things of that nature, um, uh, that's a little bit different, right? But humor, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Twitter is an accepted platform where you're allowed to do that. If you look at, again, we were talking about omni-channel advertising, if you look at commercials, Facebook, Instagram, things of that nature um, for Wendy's, you will not see any type of social media um, uh, distribution like that. But yeah. on Twitter, you will. And same with Chick-fil-A. Same with, look, if Chick-fil-A gets involved now and it's doing it, then guess what? It's okay to do it. Yeah. Because they're like, I think related to Jesus or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> But I'm almost positive if Chick fil A is like, yeah, it's cool. Like, Twitter's a place where everybody can have fun. Yeah. Then you know you do that. If you're afraid that it's going to affect your business, then uh, a lot of my friends that are very successful on Twitter um, and do very, very well and now are doing well on Instagram have um, gone anonymous. And you become someone who's anonymous and you use Twitter from that standpoint. So use your Twitter account through a VPN and create an, an alias for yourself. It could be like the real realtor, you know, and you just fucking throw shade at people constantly and just make just make it fun. Okay. Then if you notice that you're getting a heavy following and it's becoming good for you, then make that appearance of who you really are, pull, the, pull you know, make a big deal about you coming out of who you really are. My friend the bitchy waiter did it. Um uh for a very long time he was anonymous and you know, what 3 weeks ago he was on the Today show. I mean, and this guy was a server in a restaurant yeah. And based his con and created content around it. And his first place that he was successful was Twitter. So uh, that would be my recommendation for you. If you really want to get into it make it fun and really have a good time with it, yeah. I would create an alias for yourself and do that. Okay. And, and start the- there.
3: Gotcha. And then the other question I do, yes. Yeah. Um, correct hashtagging.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hashtastic is a great website to be able to figure that out. Okay. Um, Instagram typically uses 30. We'll let you limit... Uh,
1: has been a Todd Collins Official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Todd Collins official, or visit us at www.ToddCollinsOfficial.com Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.